The last stop on our summer road trip is the small mountain town of Broken Ridge, Colorado, where luckily weed is legal because we're going to need it. Because we watched I Know What You Did Last Summer. I mean, I'll always know what you did last summer. It's practically the same damn movie. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the show where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me today is my co-host, as always, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Hey, how's it going, everybody? I just came back from a family pool party. I am full of barbecue and guacamole, so I might be moving a little slow today. Sounds delicious, though. It was good. Barbecue. It was good. Sometimes barbecue, you can't beat that. Yeah, yeah. They had the bandanas, like the pulled pork, the pulled chicken. You know, it's mm. good stuff. Uh, speaking of summertime, this is the last stop on our summer road trip tour. Uh, and with this stop, we stop in a little little small mountain town of Broken Ridge, Colorado, for a movie called I Always Know What You Did Last Summer. I always. Yep. Always. I no. always know. Uh, <laughs> That's commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this this movie was released August twenty second, so kind of timely almost. Uh, in two thousand six, straight to DVD. That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> I was about to ask. Now, I mean, there was. I know what you did last summer was a nineties, late nineties, early two thousands film. I don't. I don't know for sure. Late nineties, because yeah. I remember I went to college my freshman year in ninety eight, and I, I had the movie poster for that hanging in my room in my freshman year. So it had to be at least ninety. But it might have been like 96, 97 when now, it first came out. The only reason you had that, was that because of Jen Love Hewitt's giant boobies? Yes, it was. All right. I, I had a major like boner crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt. I kind of remember that now. Big yeah. one. And the basically okay. about the movie poster, it was like it was like her boob was like right in the bottom <laughs> right corner of the poster, just a giant J- Jennifer Love Hewitt tit. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, just for the boobs. I don't like, I don't care for the movie so much, but the boobs, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a run. It's average runtime, hour thirty minutes, hour basically. And a half, yeah. Uh, take a little less when you take away all the credits. Uh, feels like about three hours, though. Uh, supposedly, this was written by Lewis Duncan, which, if I remember correctly, she's the one who wrote the original book that I know what you did last summer was based on. So I don't know if she, I really don't know if she wrote this movie because if she did. <laughs> she yeah. got real fucking lazy. Uh, directed <laughs> by uh, Sylvain White. Um, you can find this almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's really, compared to a lot of movies we've done, this one is very easily iTunes, findable. Amazon. Um, Amazon, YouTube, iTunes, Vudu, Google Play, all of them have this. Um, there's a few people in the cast I, I do want to talk about before we get into it. Um, and we'll start off with uh, Brooke Nevin, who plays the main girl, Amber. Uh, she's... She's very probably pretty recognizable for uh, people. She's got 71 credits, almost all TV work, like pretty much vastly just TV spots. But some uh, 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 big shows she's been a part of, like she, uh, The Scor- Scorpion, which is still running today, so that's probably her most modern work. 
Um, she was in an episode of The League, which Aaron and I loved. Oh, I love The League, uh, yeah. It's a good show. Particularly the Brolo El Cunado episode. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's one of the yeah. best. Um, she was in Till Death, How I Met Your Mother, Supernatural, Smallville, and Charmed, amongst many, many other things. You were a fan of Charmed. I was a fan of Charmed. Mm. I watched that, like, all the time. That's okay. I was a Buffy guy. Uh, uh, the guy who plays Colby, David Pay. I can't even pronounce it. Like, pay it, cow. I fuck it. I, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, 36 Red Season, Man of Steel, the new uh, Supernatural Smallville, Aliens vs. Predator, Requiem, Final Destination 2, and Disturbing Behavior for a few more horror thriller movies. He's okay, been. so he's he's got a little bit of horror in his a little uh, bit. background. Okay. Um, and then Zoe, who's played by Tori DeVito, um, she, her father is Billy Joel's drummer, which is <laughs> okay. a neat little, uh, tidbit. She's well, got 33 credits. Like, she's the one who plays music, right? Yep. Okay. Sort Coincidentally of. enough. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's pretty little liars, vampire diaries, and she was in the right, which stars Anthony Hopkins. So she's got oh, okay. some experience. And the last person I'm going to mention is Michael Flynn, who plays Sheriff Davis. Now this guy is been around a long time. He's got 99 credits to his name. Been around a long time. Including the classic Stripes with Bill Murray. Bitchin'. A shit ton of TV movies like Morgan does. And he played Deputy Pierce in Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Oh, nice. So, Re- kind of replacing his role as a police officer in a horror movie. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Um, so with that, let's, uh, let's go right into this. Oh, God. This, it almost pains me to do this. But because this movie does take place in Colorado, head for the Rockies. Head for the Rockies. But there it is, drinking my Coors Light today. In Sever- Silver Bullet never slows you down, baby. It never does. Yeah, we could be drinking something nice, like uh, something from New Belgium, which is based out of Colorado as well. Bucket, we're going nasty Coors Light, baby. Well, I don't think Coors Light's that nasty, but we're gonna go nastier beer because this is a pretty nasty fucking movie. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, that was it's kind of a shitty good. segue, but hey, whatever. Fuck it. Um, this movie doesn't deserve a good segue. It's hard to play when it's this bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we open at Broken Ridge, Colorado, uh, their 4th of July carnival. Big ordeal. This is basically, the, you know, like the salmon festival we had in Human, uh, Human Rights from Deep last week. Yeah, it's it's a festival going on. It's 4th of July. Woo! And it's, it's so funny because the music... It's straight-up carnival. Yeah, it's a carnival. And the the music does not fit the mood. Not it's like, at all. It's like... Kind of slow, and everyone's like, "Yeah, having fun playing, going on, going on rides, and like this whoopity whoops." And it's it's like this weird, awkward editing cuts. Oh, that is so fast and hard. It's it's kind of gave you a migraine, and it's like trying. If you were listening to it. You'd be like, okay, a scary kind of situation, something intense, and they're all just having a great time. Yeah, all we meet all the main characters right away, and they're just laughing and giggling and having a good time riding the ride. Yeah. Like they're on this one, like like I don't know, I don't know the name of the type of ride there, but uh, one of these spinny swing things. And I swear, like all of them are just yeah, looking swing, directly into the swing. They're looking directly into the camera, just yeah, like with these shitty grins <laughs> on their face, like yeah, what's up? Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> you're in for some shit, but yeah, you're in for a ride. <laughs> So the main girl Amber and her boyfriend, uh, are Colby, talk- Colby, Colby Jack Cheese. Yeah, they're talking with their other the rest of the group of friends, and they bring up the fishermen. Yeah, so this is the first thing they say. Yeah, it's the first line of the movie. Have you guys heard about the fishermen? And everyone's like, "What?" Now these are teenagers. These are teenagers. Some of them have graduated high school. Some of them haven't. Yeah, this is so a these mixed are like group. seventeen, eighteen years old. We're, yeah, we're talking. Yeah, range from 
yeah, 17. I youngest say, 16. At so the youngest would be 16. They got yeah. 17, 18 years old, and they it's like all of a sudden they turn in like they're 10. Yeah. And you hear the fishermen, and they all just stop. What? Um, and so they say like, oh, every 4th of July, he comes back for teenagers with dirty little secrets. <sighs> this is a right off the bat. This is like There's, right off the bat. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, so Colby, he goes on to say that he knows a guy who knows somebody who went to camp with two kids that went that they went missing during the camp and they blame it on the fishermen and just brilliant this urban legend bullshit. He puts on his slickers and gets out his fish hook and hunts down teenagers. Yeah. Um so the group wants into this other main character named Lance, who he's working the carnival. He's working one of the games. Like so the, he's a carny kid. He's a carny kid, or at least volunteering. Who knows? He's volunteered maybe. He, uh, he seems to be voluntary because they don't seem to be like these kids look uh, like the Abercrombie and Fitch kind of models. They're wearing, so. you know, and then the carny kid or the guy who's volunteering, he's wearing like a dirty shirt and he his hair's a little greasy. And he's, yeah, he, yeah, you can tell yeah. that he's he, he comes from like the blue collar family, the wrong side of the tracks. He, he's the kid who actually has probably has a job and works right. Else just lives off the parents' money or something like that. Right. Um, so he's working one of the carnival games, and you can tell right away there's some tension between Lance and Colby. Like mm-hmm. they don't get along. Because they both fancy what's her tits. Amber. Amber. Um, we find out that uh, this thing that Kobe is going away to college in L.A. in the fall, leaving Amber behind for a year. So she's still she's going to be a senior, I guess, mm-hmm. until she graduates. Then she's going to join him in L.A. So of course they think that they're going to be the first couple in history to make a long distance college relationship work. I'm like, we'll make it. We'll be great. Blah, blah, blah. If they actually did make the long distance relationship work, they might be the first couple in, in history. history. <laughs> yeah. Now up skates PJ on a skateboard. I feel like there should be a guitar rip. <laughs> PJ. <laughs> PJ. And it, he turns out to be. And this- it's so funny. He he skates up. He like scratches his tail, and everyone's like PJ. PJ. Everyone loves this guy. Uh, yeah. He's like the, I guess, like the Fonz. He's like the Bart or Simpson or something. Yeah. yeah, he just like comes up and I was like, hey. Uh, he and he, he turns out to be the son of the local sheriff and he's cousins with Lance, and they all pose for some group pictures. Blah blah blah. Amber's a big photography junkie, and we see Amber taking a picture of the group, and then we see the shadow of a fisherman behind her through like a red piece of red canvas or something like mm-hmm. that, red tent. Uh, the fisherman rips through the canvas with his hook. Uh, and he attacks Amber. The group screams. They run through, off through the carnival, and the fisherman yeah. stalks them through the slices carnival. Slices Colby's arm. Yeah, he does, yeah. He, yeah I, thank you. He, he slices does. his arm. So, oh no! And it's just like right off the bat, yeah. there's this guy, this killer on the loose exactly. coming through, and the kids are running through the carnival. There's screaming, a killer on the screaming. loose. But yeah, all the hundreds of other people don't seem to give a shit. Zero fucks. They to don't give. even notice he screams. They're just like doing their own thing. They got to eat that turkey leg and get that cotton candy, some of that funnel cake. Even, hey kid, I don't care if there's a killer. Don't you knock over my funnel cake? Yeah, and like even when you see shots like the fisherman stalking through the crowd after his kids with the hook is in, everybody's just like whatever. They don't give a shit about this killer fisherman that they yeah. plainly walking right through. Nobody them. else seems to care except for these kids yeah and for some p some reason pj decides to run upstairs to the top of some like parking garage it looks like a parking garage i don't know what the fuck it is i thought this was weird like it didn't make sense i mean the carnival looked like it was in a flat like in a field like most carnivals are yeah and there's a parking garage that's like three stories high yeah i don't know what this building is yeah you can't see if it's a parking garage or not but but it kind of gives you an idea that it is. It's Very a peculiarly weird, shot, yeah. yes. Um, and, and again, this rural environment, why would they have a 
yeah, three like, four story parking garage. I really, it's really don't know what this building is, but and, apparently he's on the roof. Yeah, he's or, on the roof, and to no surprise, up pops the fisherman right beside PJ, and the rest of the group are have gathered below on the ground to watch. And PJ tries to fight off the fisherman with his skateboard, and then he rides it off the roof. Now this just pretty much ollies right off the roof. <laughs> And this was really bad shot. Like I didn't understand this. It looked like there was a like a part that was sloping down. Yes. And he was going to ride down, ride down the slope part, and yeah. make an escape. So he starts to ride down, and then he just decides to ollie off the side. Yeah. It's like fuck. I'm just gonna, uh, yeah. Just, and he just and it's a really bad editing because it's like he's turned at a weird angle, and it doesn't look like he's falling. It looks like he's ollieing. Like sideways, yeah. Like it's, it's really strange. Like he, they turn his body sideways while he's flying through the air, and I'm really, like, why did he just yeah. commit suicide? Exactly. It's like, why? Why did you just commit suicide? Why did you just do that? Yeah. Uh, everyone screams and rushes over to where he, you know, would have landed. And by the time the cops get there to the roof, you know, the cops are up on the roof. Fisherman's gone. So Amber, Zoe, and Kobe, they're in the parking lot uh, when the fisherman steps out from behind the cars and starts disco dancing. The hat is removed to reveal another one of the friends, Roger. Some kid with a long neck and a skinny head. Yeah. He's just, so all this was a big stupid prank. Ha ha ha, well we got him. Yeah. Colby reveals that it was fake blood on his arm, he didn't get slashed, and it's all been a big prank. Yep. Uh, and Roger, who played the fisherman, says like, ha I paid, paid 38 bucks for this hook on eBay, and according to the ad, it's the real hook used by the murders." You know, all the murders from, you know, the first two movies, which I call bullshit on because, <laughs> first of all, if there was, there was no way that that hook would ever be released from, like, a police station or federal evidence, evidence yeah. room. And if by some magical means it did escape there, I'm sure as hell, as sure as a bear shit in the woods, <laughs> it would go for way more than 38 fucking dollars. And it wouldn't be on eBay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 38 bucks. 38 bucks. <laughs> that guy is desperate for some meth, whoever's selling that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Most likely. So Roger undresses out of slicker and gives him the, the, the Kobe who shoves it on a bag so they can hide or get rid of the evidence. And uh, then, then they realize, okay, hey, where's PJ? Where's PJ? So, and like, I don't know. Let's go find him. Yo, na- everyone just saw him fly off the roof. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, well, where'd he go? Like, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? So uh, they come to this group of onlookers and the camera pans over to show PJ dead on top of like a old school like john deere tractor and he's been impaled through the chest by like the steam chimney or the exhaust chimney the exhaust chimney of it how did this impale him i mean it's a flat surface totally flat like it's... i mean if technically if you fell perfectly flat at the right amount of speed and out to i imagine it, i mean it would go through you but i i thought it's like that eh, yeah, he might just a, bounce off a, that yeah, i was thinking the same thing i'm like man there's there's now, if you felt like an airplane straight right. down, yeah, but right. like from like one story, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was, I was calling kind of like he'd get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I call bullshit on that. I call, yeah, I thought so too. Um, so the cops finally show up, and then other folks from the town just stare on and look in shock, and blah blah blah. Sheriff sees his son, son. impaled on John Deere tractor. Yep. <laughs> Every father's worst nightmare. So now we cut to this the, the group of friends just walking in the middle of a fucking field. And they're talking yeah, about, they're right. just like, we're down the field now. In the middle of nowhere. And they're talking about PJ, of course. And they mentioned that someone moved the mats. So there's supposed to be mats for him to fall on from the oh, jump. okay. Um, and Roger says the so, mats were PJ's responsibility, which Zoe gets all pissed off. He's like, what? You can say it's his fault? I'm like, well, honestly, 
reflecting at me looking back on it, yeah it kind of is his fault yeah <laughs> like, like who else like or way to go pj yeah um and this upset roger who yells at kobe saying this was your idea all along they bicker back and forth blah 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 amber wants to go to police to the police but of course the rest of them just they aren't having it they're like fuck no we'll get in trouble we can't do that yeah and this is my favorite part is they go We'll never get out of this shit town, this horrible town. I don't know, man. Seems pretty nice. Seems like you're the people who are killing motherfuckers. Yeah. You're the reason this place is shit. You need to get the <laughs> fuck you. So sitting around a small uh, small fire, they argue and more. They just keep arguing about what to do, and they're trying to convince each other to keep quiet about it and that this is the best play, you know. And eventually, they all agree. Okay, fine. We'll keep the secret. We'll keep it a secret. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? At this point, I'm thinking, isn't this supposed to be a sequel? Because so far, it's just a remake of the first movie. Right. And, I mean, this is exactly the fucking same thing that happened in the first movie. So this first one is they killed a vagrant. Yeah. This they, they, kind of, they were drunk driving and yeah, hit a guy on the road. This makes That one makes more sense. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be drunk driving. You hit some homeless guy. This is your fucking friend. Yeah. Who was also in on the gag. Yeah. And there was just an accident. Exactly. It's not... It, it, Mercy was like, you know what? That's a pretty fucked up prank. Yeah. You, you might, they might get some community service at yeah. best or parole, but they're not going to get thrown in jail for murder or anything right, like that. Right. It's like, I mean, what the hell? I fucking... Everyone saw PJ Ali is nuts off. Yeah. You know, go... <laughs> the whole town watched him <laughs> yeah. jump off this, like, whatever. Right. Building. So... <laughs> this this whole premise of gotta keep it a secret, take it to our graves. It's already kind of like convoluted and fucked up, you know. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If this was written by the woman who wrote the first movie, I'm like, you really fucking calling it? She's just dialing it in there. Money, please. Money, please. <laughs> I'm gonna rewrite the exact same thing I already right. did. So, Colby burns uh the bag with the rain slicker in it after throwing the hook into the nearby lake, and now we. Fast forward ahead one year later to July 1st, and Amber's placing flowers on PJ's grave, which, by the way, this cemetery looks like it's from the 1600s. It is like the worst-kept cemetery ever. It's so shitty. It's It's overgrown. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, weeds and grass (laughs) over Um, I mean, I just don't think there's any way that a modern-day teenager would be buried there. In like a civil, like a con- it's like civil war. Yeah, like, I mean, that's it's, like that's a Confederate field. That's a great. I mean, there's like maybe, maybe a dozen graves at best in this thing. It, there's what? Uh, so now he just jumped his house party out of someone's farm. Yeah. Oh. All and, right. Just uh, this scene. <laughs> just this scene. So it looks like a fucking Coors Light commercial. It kind of does because they're out in a the farm. There's silos and there's. About 50 people there, and they're all young and in mm-hmm. Daisy Dukes, and they're all talking, hey, what's up, Jimmy? And this is what kind of pisses me off about these movies is when they show – these kids are 18, 19 years old, yep. right? And they're acting way too mature to be having alcohol. Like they're all just kind of like shooting the breeze, talking, sipping on the beer. and huh. Because when yeah. we were 18, 19 years old we had beer, we're like <laughs> – just going insane, yeah. doing keg stands, shotgunning yeah, we, beers. We, destroyed stuff. we got just pretty rowdy. Going bonkers. Oh, maybe now, we were just assholes. <laughs> maybe just us. Never thought about that. <laughs> but yeah. But I told you what you mean. Yeah. Just, it's like they're sipping on like cognac and like brandy. Just, 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 like, just, 
They're just they're being way too mature yeah. for their age and having booze. Because... Especially when they're out in the middle of fucking nowhere at a farmhouse where there's like there's no risk of like Dude, adults interfering or getting chips, busted. There's chips, there's barbecue, there's people playing for it looks like a fucking beer commercial yeah, and they're really all is. like eighteen. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. I, that's one I even think about. That is a great point. Um so yeah, I mean everybody's dancing, drinking, making out, etc. Now Lance is at, happens to be at this party and he meets up with Amber. As she and they catch up, they chit chat, small talk, uh, and then Amber spots Colby talking to some other guys at the party. Confused, like, why is he here? Hmm, Colby's here. What's yeah. going on? She walks, you know, she goes up to him to talk to him. Turns out, you know, it turns out he's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to still be out in California. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that his internship didn't work out. And when she accuses him of not telling her that he was in town. He tells her that it's freshman year and we shouldn't be tied down. So, oh, geez. Big surprise there. You mean to tell me that a freshman guy in college didn't want to be tied down to his high school girlfriend who's still in high school? Yeah. Quick, call CNN because that is that's groundbreaking news. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Didn't see that fucking coming. Um. So, back in the bedroom, back in her bedroom after the party's over, Amber's like reminiscing over old pictures and finds a note from her parents that reads, have fun while we're out of town, no parties. I'm like, well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. So now her parents are just that, magically ro- gone. gone. Like, no parental help or supervision at all for the rest of the We never see her parents, do we? Nope. You never we, see them. Never. Ever. We don't see her parents. Cold. Nobody's parents except nope. for the sheriff who's dead, yeah. the dad of dead PJ. Yeah. That's yeah. the only parent you see in this movie. And and honestly, they're go- so this is July first. This movie takes up to at least July fourth, so they're gone for the whole weekend at least, and mm-hmm. who knows how long. Sure, leaving their high school kid alone and unattended over Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Jesus. That's just, that's bad parenting. Yeah. Uh, so later that night, Amber's woken up from a nightmare, and she hears noises coming from downstairs. So she creeps down to check it out. She gets we get a jump scare from an alarm clock going off for which, some reason for a clock radio for two twenty one in the morning. Yeah, what the fuck? I thought the same thing. Who sets an alarm for two twenty one in the morning? <sighs> and so next, her cell phone starts going off. And that was her cell phone downstairs. Uh, yes, already. which again, again I couldn't push it on because there's no way an eighteen year old girl uh-uh. would be that far away from her. F- Cell phone. Never. Ever. Ever. Those things are always within arm's reach at all times for yeah. any teenage kid. Girl. Dude, for anyone, really. Jesus. So, I mean, that thing, her phone would have been up on her nightstand right next to her bed charging or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. So, but, so, <laughs> anyway, she finds 50 text messages on her phone that all read, I know what you did last summer. <sighs> Polishing off that turd. Yeah. <laughs> Polish that one off. <laughs> Try and make it pretty. <laughs> so now we go to Amber driving up to this old rundown barn or warehouse or longhouse or whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> longhouse, just where Johnny Eagle is. <laughs> Johnny Eagle's place. In <laughs> Cal- it's Johnny Eagle's summer resort in Colorado. No, he, he winters there. Yeah, he, there he winters go. there. Uh, where, where Zoe and her band are practicing. Oh my God. Ugh, <laughs> her band. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyway, go on. Uh, I'm sure they, we'll, they, be they talk, pra- we'll be talking a lot more about them. They practice in a barn in the middle of nowhere. Like it's if it's a barn, it's a weird structure. Yeah. Um, so of course, like they, the Zoe and Amber have drifted apart over the past year for some unknown reason, which makes no sense because it's not like neither one of them went away. Right. Like they, it's not like Colby and Amber who who went long. Like they're both staying in this so town. So this is you know we'll we'll get to but yeah. So Zoe 
uh, Amber comes to see Zoe. She's like, I got these text messages. Zoe's pissed that she shows up, and she says something to the effect of, I sent you all these flyers to my show, and you never came. Yeah, like, that's so, a big grievance. basically, Amber's a bitch yeah. and doesn't want to go see Zoe's shitty band. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much exactly what it so is. So that's why they're not friends anymore. You don't see my band. Well, sorry, your band sucks, Zoe. I don't know. Zoe's kind of like into like, like uh, alternative metal or new metal, what they want to call it, or, or like a heavier stuff. version of Godsmack. Something like <laughs> that. And, I, and Amber definitely looks like a girl who's like, a Taylor Swifty or something like that. She, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. More preppy, that. and then Zoe's more gothy. Yeah, Zoe's got of, the tattoo. You know. Where's the black? She's the the. Punk she's like rebel. Hot Topic. She's and then yeah. Amber is Amber Comedy and Fitch. Exactly. But that looks exactly like they shop. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's nothing really cutting edge about Zoe, Mm-mm. and there's nothing really like particularly, you know, Stand-out. high class about Amber. Yeah, it's just they shop at different stores in the mall. Yeah, yeah, that's basically exactly <laughs> it. Um, so that's all that happens. Now we jump ahead to July 2nd and Zoe and Amber, they made up or something. They enter this factory looking building where Roger works repairing ski lifts and yeah. gondolas. Mm-hmm. Um, so this place is like deserted. <laughs> Excuse me. That Coors Light is uh, hitting me. That's... Um, so they, yeah, they start getting freaked out by every random sound they hear throughout this whole building, which echoes. Yeah. And Amber's like, I, I want to leave, I want to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on their way out, a man wearing a welder's mask comes flying out at them from behind this plastic sheeting riding a large metal gondola. Yeah. And the man removes the mask. And it's Roger. It's, Roger. it's just Roger. And Roger, just like everybody else, doesn't really want to talk. He's like, fuck you guys. So everybody yeah. who's in this town is like, what happened? Like, why are they all hitting each other? Yeah, I mean, a year's not that long, and you had this horrible secret. You think you'd be a little tighter. Exa- thank you. I was about to say the same thing. Like, if you have this hide covering up a murder, well, not a murder, but a death, mm-hmm. I would think you want to stay on really good terms with those people who could f- easily fuck you over. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Roger, and then Amber shows him the text messages, and he starts coming around and be like, oh, okay. He's like, which one of you two opened your mouth because it wasn't me and blah, blah, blah. And for whatever reason, I found this funny. He just ignites his welding torch for like one second and then just shuts it off. Yeah, like he says something. I don't even remember what he says. He just says like something to the effect of, I know I didn't say anything. Runs it for a minute and everyone's like, oh. He just just turns it off. He just turns it off. I'm like, what the hell is the point of that? He's He's like a kid who's showing off his new toy. He's like, look what I got. And just. There's well, no point in that. Have you ever played with the welding device? Or welding? I have not. I have not played with the welding torch. I haven't either. I do the same thing. I'd be like, "Woo, all right, yeah, that'd be fun." I do it. Um, so Roger tells the girls that Colby hasn't talked to him since he since left he for, went, Cal- for California. California. So, so Colby's just like, "Fuck, fuck off, Colorado." Yeah. I'm um, gonna go get some pussy. Yeah, and <laughs> then Roger says, "We need to go to the cops." And now Amber this time says no, and tells him to keep his mouth shut, and the girls leave. Side note, um, why, I wonder why Roger is the only person working in this, like, giant factory, which is, I mean, it's huge. And there's no way one person would be, like, allowed to work there alone in a place like this. That's Especially just a lost way to happen. Especially one who's, like, 18, yes. 19, maybe 19. I'm going to say at least 18. So, and it technically, it's legal age, but still for safety reasons, so you're going right. to gonna have multiple people there. He's just there working with heavy machinery and welding torches by himself. Right. So fucking wrong. Some labor laws yeah. violated there. I think OSHA needs to come by and check it out. <laughs> uh, once again, Amber and Zoe are sitting in uh, uh, their Amber's Jeep and they're just talking. 
and they're starting to reconnect. You know, they're they're rekindling their what friendship. What happened to us? We used to be friends and do each other's hair and yeah, makeup it's, and it's share bubblegum. But they get interrupted by the sheriff who just says, hey, I just spotted you guys, wanted to say hi. He brings up the 4th of July coming up, and again, nothing fucking happens. That's my son died. <laughs> son died. Uh, so we're at the community pool now, the town pool. Zoe is talking to Kobe, who is lifeguarding there. Kobe's got his summer job. Yep, he, he's doing the Baywatch thing. And he tells her that he didn't say anything to anyone. They argue, and he continues to be a dicky douche throughout this whole movie. Uh, you know what? I don't mind Colby. Really? I really don't. I just, I kind of, you know, hey, you went to L.A. You found out, wow, there's a lot of other girls inside here. You come back, you shit. There's not a lot of people in your town. You got to put up with these motherfuckers again. <laughs> just put your head down, get through the summer, go back to L.A. Well, that's one thing. That's one thing. But I mean, he doesn't have to treat everybody like, talk to everybody like, you know, a fucking asshole. I can yeah, understand. It's like, you sure. know what? I don't want to be here anymore. It's, it's much better out there. I get that. Grass is greener thing, but. You don't have to, you know, be a complete douche to everybody. Yeah. I didn't think he was that much of a douche. I mean, yeah, he was a douche. I didn't think he was, like, a huge douche. We, I've seen, yeah, he's not the big, he's still an asshole. Oh, yeah, okay, asshole. fair enough. Um. Anyway, so Zoe leaves, and he goes back to his lifeguard stand, and he sees, I know what you did last summer, written in water. In water. On, on the, the hot, hot concrete. On the hot concrete. <laughs> and he's looking at it, and it's evaporating. Yeah, it's and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so how did someone come with a squirt gun exactly. and, like, strategically <laughs> spray this? Without be- being seen. <laughs> because there's no drips or drops anywhere else. No. It's perfectly written on the hot concrete. It is. So you'd have to have, like, a really a, a very nice <laughs> super soaker super or something soaker. like that. Yeah. So you can be like, and write very nicely. Yeah. I know what you did last That's another summer. great point. It's like, how did that? Yeah, there's no, like. Nothing no, trails, no, off, dribbles, no wet just, footprints, nothing. nothing. <laughs> so, and he looks at it like, what? Huh? Huh? Shaking his head. Exactly. Have I been in the sun too long? <laughs> so now we catch up with Amber mountain biking across the hillside. <laughs> she stops to take pictures and of the mountains and various landscapes. She stops, gets off of her bicycle, takes two steps away, starts taking pictures of the picturesque mountain scene. Exactly. Turns around... To reveal that her bicycle tires have been slashed. Yes. Slashed. Like slashed, gutted. Like, yeah. And she took two steps away, turns around, and they're slashed. Mm-hmm. No one around. No What the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's like, really? What is going on? So, and then, of course, sounds of thunderstorm are heard rolling in, in the distance. Um, she carries her bike to the uh, the gondola station. And she basically just rides a gondola back down to town, yeah. down the hill or mountain. And as she rides the gondola down, back down to town, it's this is it's a fucking drawn out scene because they they sit there and focus on her just sitting in this dark gondola for way too long before what happens. Um, and she, she thinks she sees the fisherman in one of the other gondolas that's coming up at her. When the lightning flashes, lightning flash. she sees the fisherman. <gasps> and then suddenly her gondola comes to a jolting stop, and the arm of the fisherman holding his hook is seen in flashes of lightning as it breaks through the glass. Amber's camera falls to the floor, which causes it to take a picture. The flash goes off, and the fisherman is gone. So, if anything, he doesn't like bright lights. Yeah, so he's like a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> Or, light, or, or Mogwai or Mogwai. something. You know? <laughs> so fuck you, Finisher, man. I got myself a mag light. Also, you know? by the way, where the fuck is her bike? That's a good question. She carries it to the gondola station and just leaves it there. She doesn't put it in the gondola with her. She just left her bike up there. So 
she now uh, she shows Zoe and Kobe the pictures that her camera took, and she tries to convince them that this blurry white streak she has in one picture. Look, that's the hook. Yeah, it's the hook. And Kobe's like, fuck you. No, it's not. This is stupid. Um, Amber comes to his sensors and says, you know what? Roger is right. We need to go to the castle before someone else does. Cut to Roger alone in his in, in his room drinking. Who, by the way, seems to live in yeah. the gondola factory. He lives in like the back part of the yeah. gondola factory so, where he's again, got like a makeshift bed and table set what? up. What? Yeah. Um, and and he, he's 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 got this dramatic music and there's a really shitty editing going on. Oh, it's like so a bad. Bunch of overlays of you know him going like grabbing his head, drinking too yeah, much. Yeah, he's drinking like the heart, so straight from the straight bottle. from the bottle, popping pills. And he's all while he's reliving the events of PJ's death in his head. Yeah, he's crying. You he said popping he, pills. He writes a note. It says, yeah. "Can't live with the secret anymore." Well, okay, well, okay we didn't find that out until later. Well, yeah, he's he's right. Well, no, they show him writing it out. They show him write a letter, but you don't know what it says till later. And that's what it said. I, I remember him writing it out. Anyway, but he grabs a grabs. Right, he he pulls out the. Fish, the, fo- the, 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 the hook, the hook. He, he, he's, the he's, one that got thrown in the lake. He, he has reclaimed out. the the hook. Yeah, and is taking it out, and he's about to. He's starting to, you know, push on his wrist and slice he's his, wrist. his wrist with it. Yeah, and when he hears a noise, yeah, a loud crash noise is heard, which interrupts him. So he gets up to go investigate. Turns out, uh, yeah, we already covered that. Um, the fisherman pops up behind him. Slashes at Roger yeah, at the he's hook. He's walking around. Hello, hello, hello. But Fisherman. drunk ass Roger, who's been drunk and taking pills, managed to like agile, just super with the agility of a cat, dodges out of the way of the fisherman's hook. But eventually, he gets pinned on top of this workbench, and the fisherman just slashes Roger across the throat, killing him. Yeah, and this is a kid who's just seconds away from killing himself. Yeah. Suddenly, there's someone to kill him, and he's like, I want to live now. Yeah, he's like, no, exactly. Like, all right, you run away. Me? Great. It's like, Take care of me, please. And, and keep in mind, this is about just under the 45-minute mark yes. where we finally oh, have our first fucking God, kill. Yes, that's so fucking long. It just, it's not that it's that long. It's just the pacing is horrible. Mm-hmm. No, um, so Amber, Zoe, and Kobe, they arrive at the gondola factory now to find Roger's dead body. They hear a loud thud, run off to hide. They end up in Roger's room where Kobe finds the hook in a box. Now, hold. Yeah. One second here. Like, how? First of all, how did the hook get back in the box? Because Roger was just holding it in his hand. About to slit his wrist. Exactly. Did he stop, clean it off, put it back, back in the in box, the, and, and slide it under, under his, his bed? bed? Yeah, where Kobe found it. And on that note, how does Kobe... No, to look immediately under the bed. He comes rushing into this room. It was his box. Running, hiding, and then from some noise they heard. And first the thing, first he, thing is, oh, first thing he goes for. First thing he goes for is that fucking box. Yeah, which again, he's not even sitting out. It's underneath the bed, and it's not like he's like they're looking for weapons because he's carrying a bat with him when he comes in in the scene. Oh, so yeah, fucking retarded. <laughs> Uh, I hate this so much. This is a bad one. <laughs> um, Zoe finds this finds the letter that Roger wrote, which uh, Eric said, uh, all right, well, yeah. uh, I'm sorry I can't deal with the secret anymore. Goodbye. And it looks like it was written by a five-year-old at yeah, this point. Yeah, scrawled and, you know, well, if you're fucked up on pills and booze. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I, all right, I guess that may, can, that's possible. Um, so, they, of course, they assume that he killed himself. And now they hear a noise, but this time it's just Deputy Hefner, who pops up from behind this large wooden spool, Hefner talks to the three of them as the body is loaded into the ambulance, and he says, "I guess Roger couldn't take whatever, couldn't get over whatever happened last year. 
there's anything else you want to add to your statements, anything you think I should know. Because on this four, on this suicide note says he has a horrible secret. Anybody know about that? He doesn't even address the fact that he says he has a horrible secret. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, anybody want to tell me anything? And they're like, no, nope, nope. Okay, you get out of here. Okay, You're get, free to go. Beat it, kids. <laughs> Yeah, so all three of them, they that's head some, back to Amber's house. That's some cracker jack copping right there. <laughs> Once inside, Amber finds a trail of shredded pictures leading from the front door up the stairs to her bedroom. The trail leads her to her cork board where the word soon is written out in torn up pictures. Huh? Yeah. Like, like there's a shit ton of torn up pictures. All Like, way too many. What, exactly. For the amount of pictures we see her looking at earlier in her bed, when we first see her bedroom, and she's looking at these pictures... There's no way those pictures would have supplied enough, like, confetti or shredded up material for that. There's just right. way too many. It's like someone went into a yearbook factory, <laughs> sliced up all the pictures in there, and then sprinkled them throughout the house. Yes. I was trying to think what kind of place holds a lot of photos, and I just couldn't think of anything. I came, yearbook up with, factory? I came up with a yearbook, yearbook factory, factory, which is really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What place holds a lot of photos? Uh, a Kodiak? Place Kodiak. Kodiak. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean, believe exists anymore. Do you mean Kodak? Co- oh, Kodak. Yeah, not the bear. <laughs> not a giant bear. <laughs> Kodiak. Or, or the Mount Tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or um, uh, 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 photography s- s- classroom, photography studio, yeah. uh, art, art, art studio, art gallery with photography. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just na- couldn't. National Geographic headquarters. Oh, there you go. There you go. I don't know. Why didn't I come up with <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, anyway, the night passes, and it's now July 3rd. Yeah, it's like the countdown. Every, every yeah. time they have, like, a which new we scene. Which we've seen it. We did this in, a, we saw this in another movie. I can't remember which one it was, but I knew, they did the same thing, like, the countdown mm-hmm. to the day. Mm-hmm. And Zoe, Amber, and Kobe, the three of them, meet up with Lance, who's out on the job. And I guess he works for, like, the ski resort. And he's like, he looks like he's doing repairs or general maintenance on like poles or something like that. That's the only thing people do here is they work on ski lifts. And it's like the resort and, is like, yeah. if what it's like, you know, if there's like a, a like a, a car factory or like in for, like Detroit, everybody worked for Ford. And if the, right. if the factory closes down, then the town would fall apart. Well, actually, uh, Mike, a friend of ours, uh, Mike uh, Carpenter, worked at uh, or lived in a small community in Colorado, Winter Park, and yeah, everything revolved around the tourism. Yeah. So yeah, I think so. that's basically what this town is like. There's this big ski resort mm-hmm. there. It's the off season right now, yeah. but every still work, people work for him. And again, Kobe and Lance, they butt heads. Lance tells him, you should worry a little less about me and a little bit more about my uncle. And he tells him that the Sheriff Davis came by yesterday asking them about some secret. So know? they are doing a little bit of police work. Yeah, a little bit about the note. A little bit. So we cut to the three of them. Sitting at a local bar or diner or pool hall, it's whatever this building is. And they're just, they're talking about the sheriff. And Kobe says he was a, he was special forces and he lived for shit like this. The sheriff? Yeah. Special forces? That's what he said. Live for shit like this? And then he decides to become sheriff in some, you know, podunk town in Colorado? Who knows? Uh, so... And Kobe's like, I want he they they're thinking this sheriff is the one fucking with them. Like they're like he's the one doing the pictures. He's the one making. Why them would the him. sheriff do that? Like, well, because it's they're the, you know his kid was the one who died, and they, he they're thinking, oh, he knows that we were involved. He's a police officer. Exactly. You think he would play these little dick games? I think he'd just come and one. If he was that mad, he'd just fucking kill you. Yeah. Or two. Because if he's special forces, 
He knows how to get rid of the body. Yeah, you, <laughs> he wouldn't be playing these little dick games. No, you know he'd come at you with you know some pretty full force. And two, if even if he did know, he'd still first and foremost he's a cop. He'd come at you with the law. Yeah. And then if he was weird and fucked up, he'd probably go a different route than the spooky way. Yeah, <laughs> the spooky way because he lives for shit like yes. special forces. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> and so Kobe's like, I want they he wants to make a statement to the sheriff that they can't treat him like this and he can't get away with these these actions anymore. Yes. And on that cue, the sheriff enters, has a seat at the bar, and there's this one one quick shot of the sheriff, of the sheriff like looking over and watching them at the, as they sit there. And so they're starting to set up the sheriff as like, oh, maybe he is the maybe something's going but, on. I mean, even the sheriff. I mean, your kid just died, and those are all your kids' friends sitting there. It's the anniversary. Yeah, I'd probably look at him too. Like, oh, oh yeah, which are my kids' friends? friends. Oh, yeah, man, I wish I had my kid. Yeah, exactly. You know. so, I, <laughs> I mean, wish I had my kid it's back. It's not an unusual thing. Yeah. You know, it's a, kind of a sad thing. Poor, unusual poor sheriff. Unusual to be... I can't think of a word to make that fit in that no, no, lyric. It's, it's not unusual to, to be, be watched, watched by, by anyone. anyone. There you go. So we... It, so it cut away. It cuts away to Amber in her bedroom. She's changing clothes, but don't get excited. There's nothing to see except for a quick shot of her in her bra. Um, and that's very briefly. Yeah, there's um, nothing to look at. Yeah, uh, her phone rings. She answers it, and it's it's it's, it's Zoe. And she's like, "Hey, I'm almost done packing. I'll be there in 30 minutes." And that's all the scene is. So she's going somewhere. And jumping back to the sheriff, who's walking through the parking lot to his car, and he finds a note under one of his wipers that reads, "We know what you're what you're doing this summer. Now back off before everyone knows." And that's it. I mean, you see Colby hide behind a car watching Rita. Good. <laughs> yeah. So Colby's trying to fuck with the cop. Yeah. Yeah, which isn't cool. Yeah. See, he's a dude. She's an asshole. Yeah. Um, so we, we cut back to Zoe's longhouse, and <laughs> she's asleep on the couch. And we see a dark figure just pass in front of the camera. She wakes up to the sound of, like, feedback coming through from one of her amps or speakers. Which got really loud on my TV. Yeah, yeah it was pretty awful. She turns it off, and when she spins back around, she finds herself saying face-to-face to with the fisherman. With the fisherman. With the fisherman. Now, this is where the movie starts going to a series of images spliced together really quick succession. Big cuts. Yeah. Like, it's really choppy, yeah, we, really bad editing. Like, it's not really scary. It's just, like, it's headache-inducing. Yeah, it's migraine-inducing. Um, like, the ah. only thing you really pick out is that you see PJ's face on the fisherman. So PJ's the fisherman. Because what? he was... Oh, no, yeah. that, no, that was Roger's dress-up. Never mind. But you see PJ's the fisherman, mm. and it's obvious this is just another nightmare. And so, thus, this whole thing is meaningless. And they even pull out the old dream within a dream cliche. Yeah. Because she wakes up, and then he comes again. Ah! Ah! And then she wakes up again. Uh, Yeah. But when she wakes up again, the couch that she fell asleep on is torn to shreds. Yeah, and uh, one of her guitars has been destroyed. Yeah, like her guitar strings are all cut, and the the fucking couch is torn to shreds. Like fucking Freddy Krueger came out, sliced it all to shit, and then took off. It was very Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Very Nightmare on Elm Street, because she's dreaming, she wakes up, everything's destroyed about her. What? Who? Was it a dream? <sighs> yeah, thanks for bringing up the couch. I didn't put the couch in my notes, so I, I think yeah, that's, that's so stupid. That you brought that up. Um, so Amber Because that went nowhere. Yeah, that went nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. That would be fucking terrifying. Yeah, but she's like, oh, okay. Huh. I'm going to look, look at my guitar strings. My guitar oh. strings are cut. That's going to cost me $8. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Um, I can get on the couch down at the old junkyard. Where yeah, she... that's true. Uh, so Amber now is startled by Lance as she's getting into her Jeep to leave for Zoe's. 
Um, Lance accuses her and the rest of her group with fucking with him. And he shows that someone has scratched, you know, into the paint on his motorcycle's gas tank. What does Lance know? Yeah. Lance doesn't know shit. He wasn't involved in the prank at all. What the fuck's going on with Lance? Yeah, I... I, Why are... What's... It's... Poor Lance. Poor Lance. His cousin dies, and he's getting fucked with the next year. Which, exactly what I said, I I just... Yeah, he doesn't have anything to do with PJ's death. He had nothing to do with it. Um, Amber tells him that he's in trouble and that none of us did this, and blah, 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 blah. And we cut to Colby at the pool going for like a little midnight swim all alone. With all the lights off. No, the lights are on. The lights are on. Okay. Uh, But they start to flicker, and they start kind of going in and out. Well, the pool lights. But I'm talking about the lights around him. Uh, No, because there there were overhead lights, like 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 you would see in a parking lot that surrounded the pool that were going on and off. I thought it was was pretty fucking dark. Anyway. Oh, it's so dark. I mean, those... Really dark. Yeah. And so right as Kobe does his, like, little swimmer's flip up against the wall, the fisherman pops up. Hooks Kobe like right to the, like, the Achilles heel. Yeah, pretty nasty. Like yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. It is pretty nasty. And but for some, somehow he manages to get away and he the fishes fish, his way out. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and the fisherman just disappears. Now all of them are gathered at Zoe's place. The next morning. Very ne- this ain't the morning. It's like the very next scene. Yeah. So very next scene, Lance, not Lance, uh, Colby. Has crutches and a medical and boot a on. boot. Yes, thank you. That's my. I had a whole thing about this. So that means he's gone to the hospital, been treated. They asked about his wound. I was attacked. Was, I'm thinking the way I was attacked. Okay, police get involved. There's an investigation. They would probably keep him overnight yeah. to make sure that because that went. You don't want to fuck with an Achilles tendon. He'd keep him overnight. Nope. Nope. Give me a walking boot, some crutches. I'm good. I'm fine. Yeah, because I was gonna say like it doesn't it certainly doesn't seem like he had time to go to the hospital at all. It's just hook heel or a, a hook through heel. I'm sitting lounging around on on the sofa in Zoe's place. That's that's yeah. that's the sequence. Like this. <laughs> so it's fuck. Yeah, it's what the fuck. Uh, Lance tells him that his uncle didn't do this, but there were a lot of pissed off people after last year's prank. So it could be somebody else in the town. So. And, they know it was a prank now. Well, I, I, I guess so. I, because they kept talking about how they're looking for a murderer the last year. Did he say prank? Uh. Oh no, I don't. He didn't say. It. I just said prank. Oh, there's okay, a lot of okay, pissed okay. off people after last year. Okay, you know the prank okay, and everything. Okay. So yeah, I that was me. Sorry. Um, and of course, more arguing, bickering amongst everybody in Susie. That's like man. nonstop. It's just every when in doubt, let's have them arguing, bickering the strip. I mean, like, that's not right anything solid. Let's just have them arguing bicker. They did a lot of that. And eventually they all decided to go to Deputy, Deputy Hefner's house. He pops up, invites him around back to where he's having a little gathering, and it turns out there's all the other cops and deputies sitting around drinking and playing poker. And But they stop talking once Hefner brings up PJ's death. Because it's like the record scratching. like Everybody just looks mm-hmm. up from their cards and beer. And the sheriff comes out of the house. Who wants more beers? Yeah. Um, Sheriff's ready to party. Uh, Amber starts to talk, like, was about to go into it, but she's cut off by Kobe, who's like, hey, you know, I have concerns about the carnival tomorrow, and it's the one-year anniversary, and it's right. making some bullshit mm-hmm. up. Yeah. And they leave. So Amber suggests that they should all leave town tomorrow. And again, the camera shows the sheriff watching the group as they leave Deputy Hefner's mm-hmm. house. And now we, we cut away to 4th of July. Here we are. 4th of July has finally come. Amber and Lance pull up to 
Zoe's place while Kobe's where Kobe's just outside waiting. Kobe spouts off some more dickish lines about how close Lance and Amber have become. Uh, he shows them that he has the hook from Roger's place so they can finally get rid of it once and for all. Zoe comes out empty-handed, tells him that she can't go with them now uh, because she's because apparently some big shot record agent is going to be at the carnival to watch her band. And also, on a side note, there's the fact that Zoe's house doesn't have a door. <laughs> It's just a fucking old sheet covering the doorway. Like, that's real fucking safe. Like, why would Zoe or Amber want to sleep there? Or anyone. Anyone. I mean, if I'm being hunted by a killer, the last place I'd want to hide out and sleep in is the place without a fucking door. Oh, so, yeah, I love this. She comes out and she's like, guys, I'm not going. Uh, there's an L.A. exec who's coming to this, like, podunk town to watch the local band play yeah what like yeah i don't know that i'm calling bullshit huh? on this too like what record execs or you know agents or scouts are gonna go to like yeah like like for locals like i don't know like maybe the grafton county fair right right or or the i don't know some other small town missouri's you know or fucking whatever it's re- yeah. frog town usa yeah, frog town. there's this band out there that i've heard wonderful things about i gotta go check them out did you know that Hell went to Frogtown? Hell did go to Frogtown and he brought Roddy Roddy Piper. I was, I was, like, I was like, is that where you got that? <laughs> no, actually, there is a town in Missouri. Uh, it's either Missouri or Illinois. I'm not sure. Uh, Frogtown, population 250. Oh, it's a real town, Missouri? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you were referencing the movie with Roddy Piper. <laughs> no, that's a good one, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's going to go, and they're like, Zoe, no, you got to come with us. She's like, don't worry. I'll be surrounded all the time. There's tons of security. Yeah, yeah. Huh? There's tons of people. Security's going to be there. It's like, security? Like, who? I guess, guess who security is going to be? The fucking sheriff. Yeah. That's your security. Yeah, or like who you're, uh, who you want to get away from, or like the fat drunks who are volunteering just because they maybe get some free drink tickets at the end of the day or something. Right? Like, who fucking knows? Man, I got some free funnel cake. Yes, <laughs> I got I got three beer chips. <laughs> maybe I can get four for good. Yeah. So Amber and Lance hang out at Zoe's while she practices with her band. Colby just leaves. Says, "I'll meet with them later at the show." But I want to know how. First of all, how did he get there, and how does he get back? Because there's no car. The only car we see pull up to that place is Zoe's Jeep. Jeep, yeah. And he's on crutches. So is he just like hobbling like miles back into town on his crutches? You're like a mountain wilderness. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like, what the? Where's he going? Colby's a man. Um, Amber hands what looks like a large metal, like a lockable folder to Lance. I mean, this thing looks like the Fort Knox of folders. And he and tells him, like, this is where they got the idea for the prank. And he opens it up, and inside just newspaper clippings all about the events from the first two from movies. the first two movies, yeah. And she starts rekindling. She starts telling the story. Like, you know, it's like, we all know, whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't, and, again, I was like, why are they? Why do they need to keep those clippings in, like like I said, the Fort Knox A lockbox, yeah. It, it's crazy. So, and again, Amber and Lance, they share a little moment. After Lance throws that, I'm always going to be here for you. I'm not going to let anything happen to you, blah, blah, blah. They start kissing, making out a bit. <laughs> and I do want to draw attention to, the, again, the Swiss cheese roof of this building. And it, <laughs> this whole building looks like a good win would knock it over. Yet the band keeps all of their expensive equipment and instruments there. 
and Lo- Zoe actually lives in this dump. Like, right. It's the worst place. It's like worse, like the barn from The Walking Dead where they kept the zombies as a better, <laughs> better yeah. building than this place. I think the, the the little tire fort from Street Trash is a better <laughs> building than this place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a pretty that sweet was a tire junkyard. fort. That was a pretty sweet tire fort. <laughs> So now we we jump to the big carnival festival. All it's all in some full swing. Kobe's just drunk. He meets up with Lance and Amber, which I love. Yeah, he's just hammered. He's like, I can't blame like I might. Yeah, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. You guys are staying. I might as well stay too. But I'm gonna get drunk and have some fun. Yeah. So they all head off backstage to watch Zoe perform. And as soon as they get backstage, Kobe's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to go get another drink. Yeah, Kobe's like, fuck this. He's like, why do you even go there first? Like, I'll meet you there. I'm going to get a drink. Like, why do you even have that line? It just, I don't know. So finally, Zoe takes the stage to do her set. And there's a really cheesy exchange between Lance and Amber here where Lance says, she's good. And Amber says, no, no she's, she's awesome. awesome. And like so, after that Oscar-worthy exchange, her, the, the band <laughs> is playing. The, the crowd's going crazy. The camera pans over to show the sheriff standing nearby him again, just watching them, death staring him. Yeah, he, it's pretty awkward. He's just, uh, yeah, just mean mugging. He's yeah, he is mean mugging. And we, so we go to Kobe, who's in a dark, empty bar looking for booze. He's on. He's Which, on his. He's on his uh, earpiece. Earpiece headset. headset. He's talking to somebody. He's like, somebody. "Yep, I found it. All right, thanks, man. I owe you." Yeah. So he obviously had a buddy who told him, "Hey, man, there's gin in this little bar." But or I can't. Something. Yeah, I can't. Like, that's just bad business. Like, if you think there's like a mass, like your big, massive yearly carnival festival going on. And if you have an empty bar, like that place should be open selling booze and beer to everybody in town. I never thought of that, but you're totally right. Why would that's just like losing money? Yeah, there's a whole kitchen, there's yeah. a whole business. It's like it's like at yeah. the resort, like open that shit up, open your restaurant, open up your make some fucking money. And there's like, no, nah, we're just gonna close it all down. Booyah, Marshall. Yeah. Booyah. So we right back to Zoe. She's alone her set's over, she's alone in the green room, sitting from the makeup mirror. Amber and Lance enter, and she tells them that the agent from L.A. asked her for her info. So she's on the fast track now. <laughs> she's going to make it. And Amber wants so she's like, all right, great. We can leave town now. Let's get out of here. And Zoe's like, chill. Nothing's going to happen in the next two minutes. And like, well, well those are famous last words. You might as well just say, I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I just see, like, I'm thinking of the Olympics, like someone setting up for it to be spiked. No, spike, like, here's Zoe's the just setting, setting it up. up. <laughs> and here comes the spike. <laughs> and the spike being that a mannequin falls on top of her, but she's able to move out of the way. And the fisherman turns out was behind the mannequin and is just standing there. And he takes, and the, the three of them just take off running. Mm-hmm. And they're screaming, and they end up in a locker room. How like, big I, is this fucking place? I know. This is like, fucking huge. Yeah, so they run in this locker room, a big, big, big locker, locker room. Yeah. Like, several rows of, like, lockers and places to sit. Yeah, and, they, of course, they run to, like, the, the dead end yeah. part. They, they run straight to, like, the corner, and they corner themselves Let's in. Let's run all the way to the back. And they go, oh, shit, we're cornered. We're Let's get out of here. Yeah, so they start <laughs> zigzagging through the locker room and come out in the dark, empty, like, lobby of the mm-hmm. ski lodge. And somewhere along the way, which again makes no fucking sense because they're all like holding hands and yeah, running. They're, they're really tight. But Zoe just she gets separated somehow from the other two, and, and she's shown in like 
Dimension X. Yeah. She's just gone. Yeah, exactly. Because they're disappears. like, Zoe, where'd you go? They're like, Zoe, Zoe. They're yelling. And yeah, no, you could easily be heard. You should be within earshot. It's like, this brings you back to that scene from, uh, very similar to, like, if you remember, like, Slaughterhouse Massacre. The group, like, they're, they're like, hand hand holding. Yeah. Hey, we're all there. And, like, next second, one guy's off by himself. Like, how did he get separated? He right. was right there. Right, right, right. And it's like they're trying. They're, they're, they should be within well within earshot. Oh well, well within earshot. It'd be echoing. I mean, it's so empty and quiet. Have you seen Stranger Things yet? There's easier communication across dimensions. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's insane. So Ugh. apparently, she gets separate, and she she she. It looks like she's in kind of storage room at first because they're just stacks of chairs and just stuff out over. But it turns out it's like the upstairs part of the lodge or lobby. Yeah. And the fisherman bursts through this door, block, and she and he backs Zoe up against the railing overlooking the lobby below. He grabs her, and with like this underhand swing of the hook, like he just eviscerates Zoe from what, from what I could tell, from like button. from like vag to chest. Whoa! Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a sweet underhook. I mean, I'm just saying, like if you visualize, really, it looks like vag to chest. Okay. And Amber and Lance come running in just in time. To watch Zoe's body slide off the hook and fall over the railing, land on the lobby floor below. A really weird slow motion shot. Yeah, too, where really you see slow. blood coming out of her mouth. It's not a bad shot, but it wasn't great either. No, they try. It's like something you see like in, like a uh, uh, like an emotional like war movie, like Saving Private Ryan. Like he was like, Pfft. yeah. And you're like, oh, and you hear some, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, and Zoe yeah. just like falls into the blackness and the she glances. Abyss, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Amber screams out, Lance is holding her back, and they rush down the stairs to Zoe's dead body. So, there's, like, a stairway right there the whole time. Like, I, yeah. The way this, it, it's really senseless. The building is, it's, so, it's really dark, so you really can't tell what the layout really is, but it's a big fucking place. Yeah. Um, hearing footsteps, Lance grabs Amber, and they hide in the shadows as the sheriff walks out from behind a pillar. Um, seeing the body... Uh, he radios Hefner, telling him that, you know, we found a body at the lodge. We call need for, help. Yeah, yeah, call for backup. And the sheriff hears Amber. So, yeah, Lance has got Amber, like, pinned against the wall. They're, like, he's he's they're they're hiding in the corner. Well, with, they're, they're not seen. No. And everything's quiet. And Amber, I know, just goes, <laughs> <laughs> She might as well. She, yeah. yeah, for no reason. It's not like she's like, she's like, <laughs> she's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just real. What? Like they're not out of breath. They're not like. <sighs> It'd be made more sense that she fucking sneezed. Yeah. Like she just goes. <laughs> <laughs> just for no reason. No reason. And makes the sheriff noise. draws his gun. He's like, "Who's there? Get, get out of get here. here now!" <laughs> so of course they they come out from the shadows. Uh, Lance and Amber they try to explain what happened, but from out of the darkness behind the sheriff comes the fisherman who hooks the sheriff through the shoulder and just pulls him back into the Drags shadows. Drags him into the darkness, so the sheriff is that's not it. the fisherman. Yeah, that's he all you see. He's fucking dead. Because we cut back to the bar where a drunk Kobe gets a cell phone call from Amber warning him and telling him to get out. He should have stayed at the fucking bar. Yeah, yeah honestly, he should have yeah. stayed behind the bar. <laughs> you know what? If it, everyone would have been a lot safer if they would have gone drinking with Kobe. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Beer saves lives. <laughs> yeah. There you go, kids. <laughs> um, so, and of course, on cue, right on that, the fisherman enters through one of the bar doors. Kobe rushes into the kitchen, grabs a large kitchen knife, and hides. Now, like you were saying, if you would have just 
if he were just like hidden behind the bar, like just stayed down, like cuddled up with a cu- bottle of vodka, up, vodka or something, seen. Yeah. would not have been seen. Um, so yeah, he's high in the kitchen, and uh, for for also one knows that he's moving really fucking well with so without those crutches. Yeah, he's he dishes crutches, and man, he is fucking, fucking. you know. I was gonna say Carl Lewis, which is like really dated, <laughs> but sure, Usain Carl Bolt? Lewis, Usain, Usain Bolt. Bolt. Why not? It was the Olympics. He's moving like Usain Bolt. Carl Lewis was Olympics too, by the way. I know, but it's really dated. Was the thing? I'm like, man, I need, I need someone more modern. Kevin Johnson? Nah, that's Michael that's, Johnson. Oh, Michael Johnson, yeah. Man, the golden shoes. That's right. Yeah, Usain Bolt. That's the way to go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the fisherman, of course, finds him, swings the hook at Kobe. Kobe dodges it out of the way and then stabs the fisherman in the back with his knife. In the back, like, up at the top. Yeah. Like, a good, great place to stab someone and incapacitate him. I mean, it goes pretty deep. Deep. I mean, he gets him good. He got him. I was thinking, well, he's fucking fucked. Yeah. But nope. And, again, Kobe takes off running. And Amber and Lance, which now, the more I say this out loud, it just sounds like awfully close to an ambulance. Um, it's just a weird like, ambulance. Um, so anyway, they enter the bar while Kobe is being chased through the kitchen. So they're like found, you know, they're, they're close on his trail and Kobe comes to this locked door and it's got like, you know, it's one of these like, uh, like, you know, it's seen like a industrial kitchen or something like yeah. one of these two-way yeah. doors, industrial, steel two-way door, like windows in the window about head level. Yeah. yeah. And, but they're locked and suddenly the hook comes crashing through the window of the locked door. Hooks Colby through the face like a fish and pulls him out through the window to the other side where the fisherman's standing there. And I'm like, oh, shit. What? I kind of liked it. I, I, will, I liked it, too. But, yeah. like, to get hit by through that window, I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, but. It's, it's, it's a little fishy. Oh, there we go again. Full of them. So, ambulance comes across the door and... With the broken window, like, oh, and right there he is. And Lance just reaches through, unlocks it from the other mm-hmm. side. And where they find Colby's dead body in a dumpster on, like, the loading dock or something like that. Ambulance. 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 <laughs> it is. Jesus. Like, Amber Lance. Ambulance. Amber Lance. Amber Lance. <laughs> uh, so they run outside where they... It's like some ghetto guy would say, I need an ambulance. <laughs> well, the, well, maybe the thing was, like, um, I don't know if I would go on tangent, but um, there's a... Uh, there's an episode of Tosh.0 where oh, they show... Black Betty. Oh, Ambulance. Oh, yeah. Black Betty. Ambulance. Yeah, that's what... That's what I start thinking of that every time I'm saying Amber Lance. Ambulance. Oh, that's God. What, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, So they run outside where they run into De- Deputy Hefner, who has a shotgun pointed at them. And Amber's like, Amber's begging for help. And she starts to tell him about what happened last year, you know, all the prank. But Hefner's like, shuts her off. She's like, no. And he said, I know what you did last summer. Zing. Zing. Roger told me, um, like, I swear to God, does the writer of the script get like a bonus for every time she puts in? I know what you did last it's summer. It's got to be at least six times. Yeah. Already. I mean, Jesus. If you're not counting the text messages. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. 50. <laughs> does that count? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> it's, it's in the movie. I'm like, right. Give me more money. Trademark. Uh, copy or copyright. Um, so Heffer goes on to say that Roger, he, uh, that he told Roger it's too late. Just keep your mouth shut. All right. Just don't worry about it. And he says he kept the secret for Amber. Um, so I guess he's in love with her, too. So apparently every guy in this town has, like, a boner for Amber for some reason. <sighs> I mean, that's three guys in this movie here, like, are all up in her 
badge, apparently. <laughs> Zoe ain't got shit on Amber. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought Zoe was a good-looking girl. I mean, Zoe, what's, what's, what's so special about Amber? Yeah, I mean, they're both kind of plain Jane. There's not much going on with them. Yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah. But, I mean, at least Zoe seems to have, you know... She she shops at Hot Topic. Yeah, she... Well, apparently, <laughs> you know, she might be on the rise because an agent came and... Uh, Ooh, la, la. Our, uh, well, whatever. too late. She's dead yeah, now. she's dead now. So... He also says that he searched her car and found the box with the hook inside of it and orders them to get inside his SUV. So Amber goes to open the back seat, open the door. And, and who's there? It's Zoe's dead body. Oh, oh Zoe's no. like, bitch, you ain't getting my man. <laughs> <laughs> Amber freaks out, accusing Hefner of being the killer. But the fisherman just comes up behind him. Yeah, Hefner's like, I didn't put it I there. Didn't do I, it. I didn't do that. Um, Hefner didn't turn. He turns around time to shoot the fisherman twice. Point blank range with a shotgun. shotgun. And I'm like, this. What's going on? It does absolutely nothing to this guy. Does nothing. It's because I'm watching this. Slightest. I'm just like, okay, he already got stabbed once in a very, like, a. Could very well have, could have killed him. Yeah. I mean, it was like a kill kind of stab. Like, upper back of the neck area, upper back near the spine. Like, oh, yeah. Fantastic stab. Okay, maybe he, maybe he pulled that one. Maybe. Okay. Two shots from a shotgun, and he keeps on walk trucking. And first like, of all, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's not even like good. Shot. I mean, we've seen like people like Jason, Michael Myers take shots from shot, and at least they like fly backward or at least fall down. Right. This guy just shrugs off like he got shot with like a BB or not even right. a BB. It's just like you know, like, Looks like a, someone shoved him a little bit. Yeah, just like a short push. Goes, uh, like yeah. that, really? What? Uh, so, um, Hafner starts backing up and backing up while he's reloading. Um, but the fisherman just closes the gap, and with like this vicious, like uppercut swing of the hook, hooks Hefner again. What like what looks like right in, in the, the crotch, nuts, right yeah. in the crotch, nuts, lifts him off the ground, and then impales him on one of the forks of a forklift. Fork and not only does he impale him on the fork, but he like pushes Push, him nearly to the pushing him like, back to the, to the hilt. Inti- yeah, nearly yeah. to the, the back <laughs> of it. So Amberlance, uh, <laughs> they get into the SUV. Ran the fisherman, sent him flying over the roof of the vehicle, and the, they crash into a dumpster. Of course, again, the fisherman just gets up, and for the first time, we finally see his face now. And the fisherman looks like, like a zombie demon thing. And so, he's supernatural. Huh? Yeah. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. So, yeah, I lost my shit. At this movie, at this point. Yeah. I, I lost it. Let me get this one last thing on, then we're, we can go on this rant. So the Amber gets out of the SUV, start, it, 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 she starts to start, but of course it doesn't start, and the fisherman puts his rain hat back on, his eyes glow red. And that's where I'm like, what the fuck? Because it's not, it's bad enough in my point, that in my opinion, that they've basically just remade the first movie all over again. But now they're making... The fisherman Ben Willis, who was just this normal guy, they turn him into like a zombie, demon, supernatural. Like, I'm just like, fuck you, movie, fuck you. They made him a supernatural monster. Yeah, they turned him to a Jason, you right? Know, a Michael. Like, yeah. whoa, huh? What? Now, uh, I've never seen the first one. I've never seen the second one. I've seen, I've seen all of them, but yeah. Is there any supernatural element to it at all? I didn't think so because no, I mean, I was, for those of you who can't hear, I stick my head like no. So the no, yeah. we'll verify no. No, not. there's no supernatural because I I knew that part. I knew it was like okay, he was hunted down by the guy. He okay, was just whatever. yeah, the guy's name was Ben Willis. He right. was he was just a guy. And now all of a sudden it's a supernatural zombie. 
Yeah. So now looking back and all the shit that was going on earlier in the movie, the shredded photos, the writing on the pool, the Freddy Krueger scare with Zoe yeah. sleeping in the barn. I mean, I guess if they were trying to lead up to the idea of a supernatural being, they did a shitty job. Yeah. I, I just, I, but I, I, I was just like, what the fuck? It's like right at the very end. It's supernatural. Yep. It so much. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't. But back to this fuck fest. <laughs> I just want to keep complaining about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. The, <laughs> we don't have to. Fuck this. We're still going. You know what? We're gonna talk about something else. No. <laughs> um. The fisherman tries to slash at Amber through the car window. She pulls out their hook from the bag, stabs the fisherman in the arm with it. And Which, this causes the fisherman to shriek out in pain and black blood sprays out. And he then just disappears or like merges into the darkness, vanishing from he just sight. Vanishes. And then uh, what fuck comes you movie <laughs> Fuck you. I, I oh god damn it. So <laughs> Zoe Zoe, uh Amber then goes on to say something you know, Lance is like, let's fucking yeah, book it. Lance grabs the gun from the SUV, they get out. And this is where it gets even more fucking retarded. So yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Lance it's... is like, let's book. And Amber's like, no, this hook hurt him. It's the one, it's the original hook that was used. The same one that was bought on eBay for $38. <laughs> this has an effect on him. I'm going to use it. I'm going to go hunt him down. Yeah. With this fucking, I, for one, who uses a fucking hook? Okay, fuck this hook. Like, There's more of a chance of like, if you swing that somebody, there's more of a chance of like just bludgeoning them with it than actually yeah. trying and actually being able to get that hook into them. Yeah, it's such a bullshit murder weapon. Yeah, and she's like committed to go hunt down this fucking literal monster with a shitty thirty eight dollar hook. Yep, and she, yeah, the whole time she's rambling on again about this is the guy from ten years ago yeah. who yeah. killed all those kids, and it's the legend, and blah blah blah, and it's like. How did she come up with this? Uh, yeah, I How did she Yeah. Uh, uh, so <laughs> um We're really so, whimpering a lot on yeah. this one. <laughs> so now the two of they they go after the fisherman now, but the very next scene, after her whole rah rah, let's kill this guy, we can hurt him, the very next scene is the two of them running like bitches away from him and hiding. Which if you're running hiding what? You just said you wanted him, and he's right there. There he is. Go Fight get him. him. Not, stop running away from him. Yeah. So they end up in this large garage, like, filled with his cars and other, like, various, like, snow like vehicles. engines and, like, on hook, like, you know, engines hanging from chains yeah. and things. I mean, it's... Which, speaking of which, that chain thing. Okay. For some I don't know, unknown reason, Amber this? runs into, like, how do you even describe this? But it's like, the first thing I came <laughs> is when you when you go through a drive through car wash... There's all like long down, like those long strips, strips of like cloth or whatever, the rags, whatever they're like hanging down. It's like that, only instead of like cloth or whatever, it's fucking chains with hooks and all sorts of other very dangerous, sharp objects and attached. She just to like them. runs into like, Arr! yeah, like why would that even <laughs> exist in effect? That is just a safety hazard lawsuit again, Such waiting a to happen. Weird thing to run into, and just... it doesn't even come back into play. No. It's not like. Somebody's killed with it, or they get the fisherman with him. She just runs into him. They and goes, show, ow! Ow! 
Okay, let me. I guess they don't go there. Let me go around that. They just show Amber being. That's a, all that happens. They just show her being a klutz. Yes. She's like, Ugh. like, what <laughs> purpose would that serve in real life? Like, it doesn't. Regardless, the, this is. But this is even worse. Yeah, they attach the hook to an engine block, to like an engine hanging from chains, and then use a crank to raise the engine up into a place. So it looks like the plan is. Lance is sitting, kind of hiding. They're going with a Looney Tunes plan. This is something Wiley Coyote would use. Exactly. Amber's the bait. She, he's like, don't move until I tell you. Amber's the free pile of birdseed in the middle of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> For the roadrunner. Road <laughs> That's beautiful. That's perfect. So she's going to stand there. The fisherman's going to come. Lance will say move. She moves. He is going to hit the switch. The engine block with the hook is going to come swinging down and hit the fisherman. That's yep, the plan. That's the plan. So he's hiding, and Amber <sighs> says, look, he's look. right there. All of a sudden, all the plans are ruined. Yeah, all of a sudden, because he's standing on top of one of these, like, snow vehicles, and then he just teleports down next to Lance, like, just blinking out, like, blink, blink. Amber releases the crank of the engine. Which just swings around randomly. Hooks, but it just swings down. But misses the fisherman completely. Lance tries to fight him off, but just gets stabbed and then thrown down like some stairs. Amber grabs the hook off the engine, attacks the fisherman, but her futile useless attempt, she he just she's tossed aside as well down the stairs. The fisherman kind of chases after them, swinging his hook wildly, but Amber manages to stab him in the foot with her hook, giving them time to get away. They flee the garage. And they end up outside in like this large open space. Like I guess motor pool is like the best thing. Right, it's got right, like the motor right, pool. Where they keep, I guess, some of the snow. Yeah, like vehicles. this tread. Yeah, um, and they're not snowmobiles for anything. They're not like this like fancy like the fast snowmobiles. Right, they're like giant fucking things you drive through like the Antarctic on treads and all this right, stuff. Right, right. Like for any of you old school gamers who played uh, Code Veronica, at the very end when they end up in Antarctica, it's like one of those big ass things. Or you see them in the thing, you, like the thing. Yeah, you drive them in the yeah, thing. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, well, I like your throwback to Code Veronica. You like that? Some Resident Evil fans out there. Yeah. If you played Code Veronica, it was a weird one. Yeah, that was a weird one. But we're not bad. I hate, like, not bad. I hated the fucking side characters, the whiny bitch with Steve. the camera. Steve. I hated him. Steve. But it was otherwise a good game. Um, so, uh, the fisherman just appears again out of nowhere. Just poof, he's there. It's like, and, again, Nightcrawler type powers. Yeah. yeah. And this starts, like, the sword fight, or I guess hook fight, between Lance and the fisherman. But luckily it doesn't last too long. The fisherman just knocks the Lance's hook out of his hands, knocks Lance down, he's about to kill him. When Amber, who now has hopped into this large vehicle, and she magically seems to know how to operate this thing, turns it on and starts driving, I think, like, much is going to drive it into the fisherman. Um, but, first of all, this vehicle, we have to talk about this, because this thing is fucking insane. It's like this combination bulldozer and like crop cutter or harvester thrasher thrasher thrasher. and because attached to this giant treaded machine is like this massive forked bulldozer shovel and inside that forked shovel is like this long bar that has spinning blades attached to it and the ends of this thing like tilt Back and, and forth, down, yeah, and they, they tilt up and down, moves up and down. Like, what is this thing? I know. And 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 also, it it's like a wood chipper too, yeah. because it shoots crap it shoots out, the, out back. the back. Like, what the fuck is this thing? So I don't. And know. Why does a ski resort have it? And I don't. I don't know if this is for snow removal. I don't know no. if it's for for you know feet upon feet upon feet of snow because we don't get 
that much type of snow here no. in the Midwest. I mean, we get we get some pretty good snow, but a, a good mean snow is 12 inches. And you're still going to use a normal snowplow. Yeah, we've got. But that's going to be a good mean snow here. We get a little more, we get a little less, whatever. In Colorado, I understand it can be like two, three feet. So we need maybe you need We need to ask Carver. He worked at a yeah, ski resort. Yeah, yeah, He might know what the fuck that thing yeah. is. But it looks just Ridiculous. ridiculously insane. Yeah. Like It looks like something they made up for this movie. Yeah. Um, and in a blink of an eye, the fisherman goes from standing over land to ripping the door off the vehicle and throwing Amber out onto the ground. <laughs> just tearing it off like the whole Yeah, just the, gone. He turns his attention to land. Oh, no, no. The fisherman grabs Amber by the wrist, starts dragging her away a few feet, but Lance hits the fisherman over the back with like a large pipe or something. He turns his attention towards Lance and backhands him, just uh, backhand swats Lance Boom. to the ground. Now Lance finally decides to pull out that gun he took from the SUV. Which we've already established guns are useless. Yeah, exactly. If a shotgun didn't do it, then this like, 9mm isn't going to do it. He unloads it into the fisherman. As Which he just has got no effect on yeah, He's just walking nothing. straight through it. Yeah, n- no effect. And again, the fisherman is about to kill Lance when Amber rushes in and stabs the fisherman in the top of the head with her hook. The fisherman's flailing around, black blood splurting out the top of his head like like a geyser. He's screeching. Like Yosemite Sam or Old Faithful. That's yeah, a, yeah. Old Faithful. Yosemite Sam. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Not Yosemite Sam. Uh, no, Yosem- Yosemite, Yosemite. Not Yosemite Sam. <laughs> Old Faithful India. He's a rooting, tooting, good, good farmer. Bang, 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 bang. I don't know. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, That's anyway. a second Looney Tunes reference. Uh, that is twice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, so Amber delivers her final badass line saying, The secret dies with you. And then she charges the fisherman, knocks him back into like the crazy vehicle of death. Yeah. The fisherman tries to hook the ground and attempt to like stop himself from being pulled into this thing, but the blaze just chopping him up. sucks him in and shoots him out the back like, like a, a wood, wood chipper. chipper. Exactly. Which I actually have in my notes, like a wood chipper. Yeah. Good call. Kind of like the scene from uh, Fargo. Yeah. 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 Now, we fade into Amber and Lance in the back of an ambulance. And <laughs> Amber Lance is in an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. Amber Lance is in an ambulance. <laughs> and they're talking to some random new detective. Um, and she tells him that she couldn't really... I'd see the attacker's face, so she can't identify him. But uh, he's not from around here, that's for sure. And he's just some crazy guy who wanted more of what he got last summer. which And he won't bother anyone anymore, which, what the f- What does that... That doesn't even make sense to me. He got more than he wanted last summer? What was he, it? he wanted more of what he got last summer. What did he get last summer? Well, I guess if the, she's going with that lie, he killed PJ. I guess if she's trying to ride that but lie, still he, it doesn't. The, the fisherman didn't. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It did nothing. It's Lance chimes in saying, "Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> over, motherfucker. It's never over. <laughs> you know that it's never over." Nope. So we you cut, got sassy there. I got sassy. I, like I went there. <laughs> Are you like a middle-aged black woman from the nineties? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I went there. <laughs> So we cut now to the future. Amber's driving her Jeep through the deserts of Nevada, talking on her phone with Lance. And she's like, hey, yeah, I'll be back in LA about four hours. We'll, I'll meet, see you soon. So I miss she's you. doing a long-distance relationship with Lance. Or she, something's going on, which, again, 
why would they do like why would they do that? Because if they're both in the same town, why do the long why not be driving out there together? What's or... keeping Lance in that tiny fucking town? His uncle his his cousin's dead. His, cousin's his uncle's, uncle's dead. dead. He's in a dead end fucking job and, and fucking... according to this according to this movie, nobody has parents except for Amber and Amber's parents wouldn't care because they went out of town. So just go with Amber. Yeah, like well, I don't understand why they're separate. But anyway, they're talking and on but of course she blows a tire. And when she gets out to look at, we can clearly tell the tire's been slashed, not blown, right. not just slashed. And at this point, her phone loses connection with Lance, and she stands there in the road. We get a shitty shot. Looking around, like she's looking around the vast, empty desert, deserted roads, no nobody around. around. The camera starts spinning around her and spinning around her, and then on like the final rotation, we see the fisherman with red glowing eyes standing behind her, blackout. Amber screams. We hear a zink, you know, like the, the sharp roll credits. Yeah, that's that's it. it. Now, before we go on to favorite kills, we have to talk about the retardness of this movie and that they basically turned the fisherman into Candyman. That's basically what he is. Yeah, that's a very good way of putting it. He kind of is. If you're a teenager and you kill someone. And keep it a secret. That's a pretty select group, yeah, by the way. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I have. Like, if you kill someone, keep it as that. Or even sometimes they say, if you just have a secret, he will come and get you and kill you. Like, wh- I don't understand why they even. You went from a real person to a supernatural entity in the first place. It's just fucking retarded. I was not very happy with that. When I saw him be a, a zombie, I was like, or a creature or a monster, I was like, yeah. What in the fuckity fuck? I much. I, I much rather have had, like, as much as I, I gave it shit in like uh, 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 Friday Thirteenth Five, where it was a fake Jason. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I much would have had like you know somebody dressing up as this guy, right? Taking revenge, or or a cop like a copycat mm-hmm. killer or something. Anything other than just the fucking. Now he's the boogeyman, right? Who comes and goes as he pleases. He's a cross between like Freddy Krueger and the Candyman. And throwing a little bullshit. pinch of Jason. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's fucking awful what they did. It, yeah. It's God, I hate it so much, and I'm so like revved up. I I can't even. I know I, I would have a ton more to say about this and, and more comprehensive, like in more sense later. Focus. But right, Focus. right now, I, just, I can't even like get my words out because it's so. Your eyes are red, just like the fisherman's. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it bamboozles me so much. Ooh, bamboozle that I can't even. Get my words out properly to explain how much I don't get. You were able to get out bamboozle. Yeah, I was able to get bamboozle. Which is out. good. Okay, deep breath. Shake it off, shake it shake off, shake it off, shake it off. Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right, not there's only seven kills in this movie that I count. And really six... Because PJ, really, oh, he killed Suicide. himself. <laughs> like, the fisherman had nothing to do yeah, with just, PJ's death. He really That's, sucks at ollieing, I mean, I they guess. say the mats weren't there, but the mm-hmm. fisherman didn't come and move the mats. Because the fisherman wouldn't have shown up till after you kept the secret of him dying. Right. So PJ just was a fucking moron who killed himself. Moving on. Moving on. We have basically six kills to kill. And actually five, because you don't even see Amber's because they black out. So we have five deaths, really, to choose from. Not a lot. Not a lot. Slim picking. You can't make it down to four because the sheriff just gets yanked in the darkness. You don't see how he dies either. Man, you're making it. Dude, honestly, even fucking Colby. He just got drugged through a screen and then they found him dead later. Yeah. So so my favorite kill is Deputy What's-His-Nuts. Heffernan? Hefner. Hefner. Deputy Hefner. The, this, the, 
the hook to the nuts and then impaled on the forklift. It was a pretty good effect. Yeah. I liked it. That was my favorite. Uh, honestly, that was that was good. I, I was torn between again Colby and Debbie because it is a pretty good effect of him getting hooked to the face and then ripped out that window. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty pretty cool. good looking, but pretty quick. But I got I agree with you. I got to go with Deputy Hefner because it's just that impalement push to the, the push to the. Yeah. It's it was a good effect. Those are probably the two only good things about this movie I could really say we're good about is like those two death scenes are good uh, rest of it pretty much sucked yeah all right so that yeah real nice and quick there are favorite kills this week so um we're gonna move on to like always into odds and ends not only did they watch these films they researched them too oh what is wrong with these guys uh ratings uh imdb gives it a three and a half out of ten that seems like too much but in a historic first, historic first, bum, bum, bum. we have a movie that scored a perfect zero Whoa. on the thermometer. Nice. With a 21% audience score. Wow. And I'm not talking that there was no rain. I mean a zero. And there was like several critics and like like lots of, like it was a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And Amazon gives it a 2.9 out of 5. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, so if you get below on three on Amazon, you're, you're hurting. Yeah, you are. Amazon's very gracious. Yeah. Um, plot keywords, there are 88. Most of them are pretty blah. Hook. Slicker. Um, uh, what I wrote down. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> garbage dumpster. Cleavage, which there's really not much cleavage at all in this there's movie. There's like none. There's really there's none. There's a shot of Amber with her tiny boobs in a bra. Yeah. And like, that's supposed to be your cleavage. Like, that's Boo. But then for the grammar fetish people out there, for some reason, punctuation in title and contraction in title are plot keywords. Who's searching for movies saying, I need contractions in my title? <laughs> this title better have punctuation in it or I'm not watching it. It's better not end with a preposition. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did put in question mark based on novel, but... Again, the original movie was based on a novel. I don't think this one was. Unless the... Now they're saying kept... based on characters. But again, none of the characters from the first two movies are, are in this. Are in this, Unless you count... The Fisherman, the which fisherman, is kind of a, who's now a zombie. zombie demon fucking... I don't Bullshit. know. Bullshit. Bullshit. Um, trivia. I got a few a few things here. Really? Uh, not a whole lot, but um, it was filmed in Park City, Utah. That's, that's all I got from that. Okay. Um, the this movie was originally announced in 2000, and trying was, to ride the coattails pretty hard, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And it was originally meant to star Jennifer Love Hewitt, Brandy Norwood, aka Brandy the singer, and Freddie Prinze Jr. Again, however, the movie was left alone for so long, and the and the original script, which involved Jennifer, Brandy, and Freddie, was scrapped, and a whole new script was written. And despite the script being scrapped, it there was rumors that Jennifer Love Hewitt would had made a, a cameo appearance in this movie, but I'm, but of course she never made it. But I think that's a nice way of saying she refused because it was pure shit. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I can see that. Now this I found interesting. This is from uh, I forget. Oh, God, I wish I had the rep- website I got this from. Uh, but I'm actually kind of curious about this because if this is true, I, I'm actually kind of excited. Sony Pictures is rebooting. I know what you did last summer, the 1997 version. That ended up grossing 125 million worldwide. Um, this one, so the the remake is going to be written by Oculus co-writer and director Mike Flanagan, 
and partner Jeff Howard, who are adapting the 73 Lewis Duncan book again. So there's the, it is the book. Okay. It's produ- uh, producing it is Neil uh, Moritz, who uh, did Fast and the Furious, the franchise. And he's also produced the original movie 17 years ago. If the budget is kept tight for the revamp of the popular horror movie about the friends being stuck by the killer, um, it could, this could, you know, well, that's just from there. It could be a very pr- productive venture from this. I copy that from Missouri, but that's so apparently they're rebooting this sometime soon. Why don't you cover something new? Well, again, it's, it's so, Hollywood, but so many fucking reboots. Jesus. Well, yeah, they're rebooted Street, Friday 13th, 15th, Halloween. Which, I get this, but at the same time, I'm not upset with those because that's kind of like, to me, in the, those movies being rebooted, it's kind of like, I look at it like James Bond movies. They've been around for how 30 plus years, yeah. 40 years. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, you get a new Bond, but it's the same character. And horror people like, I do. I love Michael Myers. I love Jason. And I hate the fact that, you know, once you watch the original eight, not 10, original 10. It's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies, but they were so long ago. It's like. Okay, bring back that character. I'd love to still see to Jason see how stalking he handles around. Well, not saying, iPads. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about. <laughs> but I'd love to see Jason killing, stalking again because Jason's great. You, everybody loves Jason. People, lo- and they're they're redoing Halloween again with all of J- John Carpenter's involved this time. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing back beloved horror characters like they're keep bring, they keep bringing back James Bond and you know or like you know the Batman movies. How many versions of Batman have we had? Over I, I, the years? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So now I'm not saying this lives up to like the Fisherman equals Jason or michael or anything like that but i get it you know i get you know want to re- bring back a very successful at least initial f- horror movie and give it a newer twist or something so i'm okay with it i'll reserve judgment till i see it and it might suck it might actually be who knows but i'm as far as i'm not as bad as in remaking or continuing horror legacies as much as like them if they're like redoing like other movies, like if they redid Goonies from my past, I would mm-hmm. throw a shit fit over because I love that movie. I don't want to see it touched. But was, th- even talk about doing another Goonies, probably but with was, all the original people. Yeah, uh, or like a Goonies two or something yeah. like that. Uh, but so that's that's a little different. But anyway, so that's anyway. I'm that's that. No, <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But at the same time, it just seems. I, I didn't think that was a big hit. I guess it was a bigger hit. Than it was I huge because it came. It, I mean, that yeah. was like great. It, it, that came on the heels of the Scream franchise, which reignited yeah, yeah, horror. Because yeah, yeah. the Scream movies really kind of brought horror back. Because it kind of faded yeah. away after the eighties. It was also Wes Craven. Well, it was Wes Craven, yeah. but I'm saying that movie brought mm-hmm. horror back, and then yeah. so that came around the heel, the heels of the the, the Scream series. You're right. And so, You're right. Right, it was a big deal. Final Destination was also with that too. Plus, right you know, the same you had time. Michelle Gellar who was doing Buffy at the time. Yep. I believe mm-hmm. you know you had the names yep. coming in. Um. So I, I get that. So uh, anyway, let's move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. And holy shit, there were three pages of five-star reviews for this piece of shit. Ugh. Um, first one. Um, Bunch of losers. First of all, almost, I, I just want to throw this out. Almost every review I went through was... A review of the box set, not for just uh, this movie. Okay. So I had to skim through all ones that weren't talking about the first two or the whole set as a whole. I had to find ones that were just talking about. I always know. So from Matthew Gomez, even though I bought it today, these are very good movies. I bought it, and within 30 minutes, I thought the third one was part two, but I didn't know that there was. I still know. I know this was the right decision. Five stars. What? Mm-hmm. What? Does that even make? That doesn't even make sense. Not really. Like, yeah. What the fuck? 
I, I, anyway, from Renaissance, a moving, suspenseful thriller giving you an emotional roller coaster ride that promised to entertain you with heart thumping, sporadic action. Yeah, sporadic is what you really want. It's, it's sporadic. <laughs> it sucks most of the time, but occasionally there's something. The characters bring you right into the heart of the movie with professional role playing. Are they playing Dungeons and Dragons or something like D&D obviously coming up here? That you can expect from only a megastar. Buckle your mental seatbelts because the fear will give you a rodeo ride of your life. A must-see. Get the other two DVDs that gave life to this one. Then you understand why everything that follows you is not only your shadow. Five stars. Okay, hold on. You're going to go on a rodeo ride and take belt, buckle your buckle your belt. Yeah, you can't wear a belt buckle when you're rodeo riding. That defeats the purpose. That's cheating. That's cheating. Plus, this guy sounds like some asshole from a generic paper. Buckle up for a mind bending motherfucker. You yeah. know, he's just, <laughs> like every just, cliche you're he's in every, every fucking cliche you could ever fucking think <laughs> of that he's writing. He's he's just like looking through scraps of re, like reviews of other movies. Let me vomit out some more cliches. Picking out the buzzwords and putting yeah. it in there. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Uh, from Judith Vada. I'll always know what you did last summer. Everyone says it stinks, but I like it a lot. <laughs> Great new cast, good story, death scene rock. So apparently there's one death scene rock. Death scene rock. Can't wait this year, 2008, for a fourth movie is coming out titled Fisherman, and it will be awesome. So I would buy this set and buy the new one that will come out after the fourth one. Well, thank God Five that stars? fucking didn't happen. Yeah, but this was that saying. I would buy this set and buy the new one that come out after the fourth one. So there's more that coming? Doesn't, I, that, that is like a paradox. Kind of like Trying to wrap your mind around that makes my brain hurt. I hope they were high when yeah. they wrote this or drunk or something. Yeah, Maybe okay. they were crying themselves, drinking booze out of the <laughs> bottle and pounding pills. Dan Core. I want these movies so I could have them and enjoy them. Need to see the third one and am going to start with that one since I haven't seen the first two. Five stars. Whoa. Has he even seen the movie yet? Game he of talk, five stars. He, he talked like caveman. Yeah, he does talk like caveman. So he's good as, like caveman. He hasn't seen the first two. No, he says, I have seen the first two, spelled T-O, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I thought you was, I thought, I thought the way you read it, it sounded like he didn't I might have, see I, the I, first two. I'm going to start this one since I have seen the first okay. two. Okay. Five stars okay. for a movie he hasn't seen. I was about to say. Sammy won. Forget the big name stars from the first one. Yeah, those losers. Yeah, this is the best one of the series. The difference is the writing and the plot twist. Instead of being just another typical slasher movie, this one actually develops characters you can care about. And the situations are creative and fun. The way that the teens deal with each other as they try to keep their secret rounds out the story and keeps you guessing. You've got broken up exes and alcoholic in short more realism to go with those surprises. And the hook man is actually more interesting too. I won't give it away, but they even developed that character better too. The best of the three for sure, and I'm a fan of the series. Five stars. Who wrote that? Sammy won. Sammy won. Yep. Sammy won. Now we're now we're closing on the real bread and butter of these things. These are the Sammy won. I got a problem with you. <laughs> now, I was so blessed when I found these. Oh, shit. You know I love the kids' reviews. No, shit. Okay. And I got two kids' reviews All on right. this one. This one, the whole review, the review of the title, no, the review t- titled of this review is, I'm going to watch it soon. <laughs> 
This looks awesome! I think it's the last. JLH was sop pops to make a Camaro, but there wasn't <laughs> enough time, and she and FPR Jr.'s Char-iters are confirmed dead. But Brandy's still alive. Five stars. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kid hasn't even seen it. Nope. He's going to be so disappointed. Oh, Sop Pouse to make a, cam- a Camaro, but it's spelled a Camaro. Camaro. <laughs> but there was a time, and the characters are spelled C-H-A-R-I. Characters? C-H-A-R-I-T-T-O-R-S. <laughs> Charters? I don't it's know. It's closer to chariots. Yeah. <laughs> And the next kid reviewed. The first was so cool. The sequel was plain good, but I saw the trailer for this one and it looks very good. Though I don't know. We shall see it with six exclamation marks, five stars. I hate these motherfuckers who were giving it five stars. They haven't even seen it yet. Yeah. Last one from Sexy Love. Ooh. When I was playing around on my computer, I noticed that they were making another I Know What You Did last summer movie. And I can't wait to see what this one's going to be like. Even though Jennifer Love Hewitt will not be in it, I think it'll be another great horror classic. And not only that, but you had the Fishman back one last time. Six exclamation marks. Remember, it comes out on August 1st, so make sure you pick up your copy when it comes out. Six exclamation marks. Five Yeehaw. stars. Now, just because this movie is fucking shit... And most of these reviews hadn't even seen the People movie. People haven't even seen it. I did go to one-star reviews. Okay. And there were, again, three pages of those as well. Uh, first one, this movie conjured up so many adjectives of for sucking. <laughs> I cannot believe that what I was looking at. This has to be one of the absolute worst things I've ever watched. Total waste of $3 at Big Lots. One star. I paid more for that. Last one. Avoid like the Black Plague. I beg of you, do not watch this movie. That sums it up. One star. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Please. Final words. Go for it, Eric. Good googly moogly, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do not watch this movie. So bad, it's scary. Uh, I mean, <sighs> shitty characters. People you can't relate to. Uh this weird blend of supernatural when it shouldn't have been. They just basically try to create a new Freddy or Jason. Yeah, it's or like they were trying to redo Michael the whole Myers. franchise. Yeah, and it, I mean, okay, you want to make a spook based off of this? It had nothing to do with the first two. It sucked. It just sucked. Yeah. I have nothing good, and I can't even think of anything clever. Yeah, it just, I'm just that, like the, at the end of my rope with this. I'm like, I'm like exhausted. From this fucking movie. I get you, man. Yeah. It was bad. Um, I, no, I'm right there with you, man. It's so bad. scary. This movie is fucking awful. And you would think, I mean, it's not, yeah, it was straight DVD, but I mean, it had production value. I mean, it looked yeah. good. I mean, it was, it wasn't like filmed real shit. I mean, yeah, I mean, it had, I mean, they did get people, I mean, people with acting credentials, like they mm-hmm. experienced, not great stars, but people, but it's, it's just fucking awful. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, like I said, first, zero percent on the thermometer. I didn't think that was even possible. Yeah, I mean, it it had good production value. It had good sound. Uh, the soundtrack sucked, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, eh. the editing was dog shit, though. Oh, I mean, yeah. just like I mean, not not as far as like telling the story. You move. I mean, it moved the story pretty well. It kept continuity. You know, I didn't see continuity, a lot of continuity yeah, there errors. Yeah, there weren't many continuity errors. But but, but it was like when you're doing these choppy shots of like, oh, the killer's coming. Is this like more of like it seemed like, uh, you know, like a college kid's uh, project? 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was just bad, poorly done. Yeah. I did not like it. Yeah, this movie drains. Like, I, I'm sitting with you. Like, I've run out of witty things. I, get, I don't even know what to say about it. To try to be funny. It's just you feel defeated. Yeah, for watching. It, it. Really, that's a great word. I feel like I've been knocked out by Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, yeah. Like just, yeah. Just I'm done. Like this movie just took it out of me. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, let's try to cheer this up. Like, the movie sucked, but uh, we don't have to watch it again. We don't have to watch it ever again. Hey! And it, neither do you if you listen to this podcast. Please, neither do you. Please don't. Uh. So, yeah, with that, we're going to close out for the week. Just remember, as always, check out our Facebook page. Check out our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com, for news, photos, videos. You can get all the episodes there as well. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at so bad it's scary, and Instagram. Instagram is blowing up, uh, doing a lot of things with Instagram. Yep. Uh, you can download and listen to the episodes at Podbean at HorribleHorror.Podbean.com. And, of course, for free, as always, on iTunes, where you can subscribe and never miss an episode. So I suggest you do that. And in the meantime, we'll watch more horror movies. We'll be back in a week. Yeah. So always remember, keep it tight. Tight? Tight. 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 Not loose. Keep it tight. Tight.